Hello and welcome to Keep the Podcast Alive. My name is Paul Smith. Uh, my guest this episode is Melissa Jones. Melissa, how are you doing? Okay. I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm not too bad, thank you very much. Um, doing this episode straight on the back of one that I did yesterday. Um, so we're on a bit of a roll uh, with these episodes after a couple of months off. You found the band quite recently, I believe. Um, you went to see them for the first time this weekend. Yeah, I did. So I was probably about 13 when I found the band and then I just instantly fell in love with them. They're just so good. And then, yeah, on Friday, I saw them in Manchester for the first time, which is absolutely amazing. It was <laughs> so good. So what, what um, was it a specific song or whatever? So you said you were about 13. Um, if you don't mind me asking, how long ago was that? So, well, it was about... S- how old am I now? I'm 18. Oh my gosh, I forgot <laughs> how old I was for a second then. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm 18 now. I'm still thinking I'm 17. I'm not 17 anymore. <laughs> okay, yeah. so five years ago. Um, was it a yeah. specific song or album that, that you kind of heard for the first time? So um, I got a Drive and Rock album and I was like, this is really cool. And it had just loads of different rock songs and Dakota was on it. And I just kept on listening to it on repeat because I'd heard it before I bought the album. But I didn't know who they were. I didn't know who Steric Phonics were. I just heard the song. And then I just kept on putting it on repeat, on repeat. And my mum was like, I'm guessing you like this song. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I very much do. And yeah, it just sort of from there, really, I then started listening to that other stuff and just got my mum and dad involved. (laughs) And then... Uh, So... um, (laughs) Yeah, Dakota is one of those ones that kind of, if you weren't a fan of the band before, Dakota is normally the one that kind of grips new fans simply because, well, it, it, it's their only number one to date, but it's also the one that's probably played the most on radio stations, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess like Have a Nice Day as well. I used to hear that quite a lot, but I didn't make the connection that it was the same band until I yeah. sort of went on Spotify and I saw it and I was like, oh, that probably explains why I like that song as well. <laughs> <laughs> you realise how many bangers they've actually got when you go and look at them on Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I think amazing. I was amazing. the only, because I'm the only stereophonics, well, I was like the only stereophonics fan of my family for ages as well. So I just sort of pushed them to liking them. <laughs> <laughs> so your m- mum and dad are involved as well now? Yeah, I was like, you will like them. You will listen to them. <laughs> Um, what sort of music were you into like before that you said you had a rock album so I'm just wondering what type of bands you listened to before I listen to sort of like a bit of everything I don't kind of cap what I listen to it could go from McFly to Def Leppard it's (laughs) quite a broad taste in music so yeah it was really anything but they just sort of jumped out at me as being I like how versatile they are you know you could go from songs like bartender to maybe tomorrow and sort of that is quite cool that they can go from different genres quite yeah. easily yeah no definitely um I, yeah that that's that's really true you know on one album there's so many different styles of music like you said have you listened to the new album yet i have i had it on repeat for the two weeks <laughs> that it was out before i went in to see them what did you think what do you think i really like the new album it's it's very very good yeah 
Um, I don't think I really have a favourite on that one, to be honest, because I think they're all really good. Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, I, even though I do have a favourite, I can understand what you're saying there, because there's, it's such a great album. Um, yeah. I don't know, um, like y- yourself, you found them at Dakota. How do you, my my fir- my favourite albums are the first three. How do you, as quite a newish fan, how do you find those albums? Or how much do you like those first three albums? Or the Stuart albums, as I call them? To be honest with you, I just, I like, there's like not a single song that they've done or a single album that I've gone, I don't like that, I wouldn't listen to it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's so great about them because some bands, you know, you get albums where you you just think that flopped and that was awful. I wouldn't listen to a single song on that. But there isn't a single album where I wouldn't listen to a song from, which I think is, you know, really good. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I agree. Um, I put I put on my social media the other day. I don't think there's I don't think there's any other band or none that I can think of anyway that has had 12 banging albums amazing albums i don't think there is another band um that okay. has done it not not that i can think of or not in my opinion anyway um but it's like it's incredible how they can go for so long and they still turn out banging after banger yeah because kelly jones was said when he was on stage he was like how did i get here 25 years ago i was like you know how has that happened because he said he's still got fans that are singing songs that he wrote 25 years ago obviously i wasn't alive that long ago so it, as a young fan it sometimes it can feel a bit weird when they're saying you know oh this song is 25 years old but it's still so good <laughs> yeah like, i wasn't even alive when that song came out That's it. it's seven years older than you <laughs> yeah <laughs> no it's um it, yeah it, like it, and i think he that it, it does surprise him a little a little i think how long that they've been going um you know and i think um you know right place right time from the new album kind of almost hints at like how the hell are we still our how are we at this point um you know and i think it does surprise him how long they've been going to be honest and still a number one album, 12th album. Yeah. Um, so you, you just mentioned um, the gig there. So it was the first time um, you'd ever gone to see them. Um, mm-hmm. I remember your, um, you know, the Christmas uh, message that you sent in. You said you got tickets for Christmas from mum and dad, I believe, for the, I to did, see them for yeah. the first time. Tell me about it. How was it? Oh, it was absolutely it was amazing. I can't even describe it. The atmosphere was great. The fans were great as well. They were so loud singing the songs back. You know, I've been to a few concerts now and I've been, not that aren't stereophonics, but they've just sort of been like really quiet and the fans don't really seem interested. But stereophonics fans were just, it was insane. Kelly just sounded amazing as well. Yeah. The fans are incredible. I mean, all across the world. I mean, I've, I've only ever seen them in Wales, but, you know, I speak to people in um, all across the UK and across the world. I've had conversations with people in Vietnam uh, about stereophonics and 
they all seem to say the same same thing. They're all they loved all across the world, and the fans are just like hardcore. Um, you know, like you saw the other day. Um, you know, you mentioned Kelly's voice. Um, you know, I I think you know on this album, I haven't seen any of the tour yet. Um, but even on the new album, he, I think he sounds better than ever. Yeah. I don't know how you feel about that, but that's my opinion. He sounds the best he's ever sounded. Yeah, because I listened to an interview and he was saying that they were worried because he had to have a, a surgery on his throat. And they said to him that, you know, we don't know if you're going to be able to sing like you could back, you know, 10 years ago or whatever. Like, we don't know if that's going to happen. But I think it's actually made him so much better. His vo- his vocals that night were just, um, oh, I just can't even describe it. Like, they were so good. And he sounded yeah. exactly like the tracks as well, which was insane. Because so many artists that sing live, they sound completely different. But, you know, yeah. he just sounded the same. Uh, yeah, that's it. This Listening to them live sounds like listening to an album, doesn't it? He it, it yeah. does sound the same. Um but yeah, I, I feel like he sounds the best ever. And on, on the new album, um, the song When You See It, um, you know, where it, it goes very raspy and very loud. And I, the first listen, I thought, this really tests his voice, especially after an operation and stuff. You know, I admire, you know, he's obviously gone through a lot to, to get it back to where it was. Um, but to even... To be honest, like, to even try a song like that or to try, you know, in that type of range after having an operation where he was told you might never sing again or, or definitely won't be the same is just like incredible. Yeah, it was. It was mental. You just you wouldn't know if you hadn't have heard that he has to have an operation, you would have had no idea. Absolutely no idea. And they were just at the concert, they were just whacking out banger after banger. You know how if you go to some concerts, they do sort of speaking in between to fill up the gap. They did 22 songs in Manchester. You just mad, They just didn't it? stop. Yeah, it is mad. I mean, I, again, it's one of those testaments where they've got so many bangers rather than waffling on in between songs. Let's just add another song in there because... You know, I know um, they get asked to play so many songs. Obviously, they can't play all of them. You know, they can't please everyone. They've said that multiple times. Yeah. But, you know, to add 22 songs in one set is, it's a long, it's a long gig that, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Yeah. But I do, you know, I do like listening to the stories between the songs. Um, You know, the... Don't Let the Devil, Kelly Jones solo album. Those songs, in, the, the stories in between the songs are just hilarious, emotional. They're just brilliant to listen to. But, you know, at a gig, it's probably better if they put in more songs, I guess. Yeah. Um, Every single not, time I picked up that red SG, I was willing for Dakota and then he put it down and I was like, we're not going to get Dakota. And then the last song, I was, I was so excited. <laughs> that that was the um, the closer, was it, Dakota? Yeah. yeah. What did they open up with? Uh, Do you feel my love? Okay. Yeah. Because I know that that's something that I've been thinking 
what are they going to open up with? It's usually Sailor V. I thought it was going to be hinges, but do you feel my love? That's cool. Yeah, I thought it. I thought it was going to be hinges, but then obviously, do you feel my love was the single that they released from that album? So it kind. Of, I kind of thought, oh well, it could be between the two because I've heard both of them on the radio since they got released. Yeah, really yeah. wasn't sure which one it was going to be, but yeah, yeah. No, you know, it's um, Do You Feel My Love is probably in my top three on on that album. Um, it changes every day, uh, but Do You <laughs> Feel My Love is is up there. Um, running Around My Brain hasn't been knocked off the top as my favourite yet. Oh, um, that's your favourite, is it? Yeah. I love it. I love it. And I don't... I, it's just different. And I, it, it's the... It's the type of stereophonic song that I like. It's rocky, it's loud, it's um, Kelly's a bit shouty. That's my favourite type of song kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely my favourite. Um, so you mentioned the fans were incredible. Um, I, I do want to address something which I thought was so out of order was Adam dodging the beers on the stage. Like, I'm not being funny, but if you're the person or the person is listening who threw that beer, you're a fucking asshole. I'm sorry you are, and you shouldn't be at the gig. Um, it's just out of order. Like, why go if you're going to do shit like that? I don't know. Why I'm go? It's just, it's really disrespectful to them as artists as well, because Adam is just as important as Kelly. You know, they're all as important as each other. They make the band. It's not just, you know, a case of we've got a singer and that's it. They make, they all make the band. And it's just, yeah, it, it was really disrespectful for them to do that. And especially when, I'm not being thinking, when they've got electronics as well. That's it. You that's know, it. it's dangerous. Yeah. He shook it off like an absolute pro, but that's yeah, it it should not have happened. No, it was disgusting. And to be honest, I I am I I saw someone say that it happened a different night as well. Maybe yeah. not. Um, I don't think it was onto the stage this time, but it's just throwing beers in the crowd. Like I understand it happens at festivals. Oh yeah, but come on, you know you're in a. I, um, you're in a gig, you know, just just behave. Yeah. Just be, just behave, don't be a dick. No, nah, because people were really drunk. Before they even went in, people were absolutely, like, plastered. And trying to get in was quite hard because you were trying to, like, dodge all of these drunk people. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, apart from the few odd ones, everyone else was very, very good. And No, yeah. that's it, you know, and... Like I said, you know, they're, they're completely out of order, but, you know, it's, it's only a couple. The rest, you know, always amazing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, fair play. You, you, did you hang about at the end, or do, are you one of those that will wait to try and meet them, or anything like that? Uh, no, to be honest with you, I didn't, re I didn't try, because, um, well, they sort of went off through the back so i didn't think and we weren't that close to the stage either okay so um we just sort of left because we were like there's probably no point because we were we weren't far from the stage but we would have had to walk down and stuff and yeah 
and we had quite a bit of a journey back because we live in North Wales. Ah, okay. So we had to get back from Manchester back over. So we were a bit yeah. sort of yeah, beat we need to get beat back. the traffic. Yeah. yeah. So where are you from in North Wales? I'm from a little place called Shamavasham, which is by Conway. Okay. Yeah. And um, Stereophonics actually played in Shandidno, which is only about 25 minutes away from me. Um, didn't get tickets, unfortunately, but <laughs> <laughs> otherwise I would have yeah, been that, there. That was, was that last year? Did they play Shandidno last year? Yeah, it was for the Jeep anniversary tour. That's right. Of course it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so you need you need to um, you need to convince your mum and dad now to get tickets to come to Cardiff in June. Oh, trust me, because originally they were actually going to play on my 18th birthday. Oh wow! When the what, dates the Cardiff December. ones in December. Yeah, the December dates. The 18th was my 18th birthday. Ah, so okay. I was I asked for tickets to go, but mum and dad are a bit like not sure, and then. They changed the dates anyway, so we were kind of yeah. glad that we didn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I would love to go down and see them there. Yeah, that would Maybe be wicked. Yeah, Mama told me not to come. That, that should be on the set list for that if Tom Jones is there. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I'm pretty sure they've already said that they're going to play that at some point. But, you know, how much of a, um, you know, with, with Sir Tom there, like, that would be an incredible song to, to end on, I reckon. You know, oh, I know yeah. Tom will do his bit before, but get him out at the end. Send every Welsh person home happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, that, it's going to be incredible. It is going to be incredible. Um, and it'll be even better. You know, December would have been great. Summer, June is going to be even better. You know, oh, yeah. Warm, yeah. warm weather. Hopefully the stadium will be open. Uh, the roof, sorry. Um, and that's it. Lovely weather all day. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be so good. If I don't get tickets, I will be watching the YouTube videos afterwards. I'll be like, "Yeah, get me on Facebook. Get me all the videos." Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Uh, and tell, talk to me about some of your favorite songs. Yeah. Okay. So I really, really like Bartender. I just think that is one of those songs where it's a bit wacky. But it's very, very good. It's my mum's favourite one, my mum. She loves it. Every time, it's on the, every time I put it on my Spotify and it comes on, the radio goes up, she's like jamming out to it. <laughs> it, is, it, is a, um, it is a banger, that one, isn't it? You know, yeah. right from the start, it's boom, 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 boom. Um, yeah. And I got a funny story about that, actually. I mentioned it on a, on a previous podcast. Um, I went to Vietnam in 2018, maybe. And I got into a conversation with a local about where I was from, what country I'm from, when I was trying to describe Wales. Um, usually Gareth Bale works, but not, not, not in Vietnam, apparently. Um, and I mentioned stereophonics, and straight away he was like, I know, I know. Basically, um, bartend, the bartender video was filmed on a river in Vietnam. Um, with the Vietnamese army, um, and that's where they knew it from. And so, so we had basic had a basic conversation about it because of, of a language barrier. But when I mentioned stereophonics and bartender, they immediately knew where I came from. 
I love that. That's great. Yeah. I just, I'm, I feel like, I remember once we were on a uh, on the Facebook group and uh, somebody was like, oh, if your favourite song is Dakota, you're clearly a young fan. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. Um, I mean, yeah. I, I can see, I can see why people say that because it's like I said, it's the one that's always played on the radio. And, and yeah, if you ask a non-stereophonics fan to name a stereophonic song, Dakota might be the most popular one that comes out. Yeah, but it's a bit harsh, I think. You know, <laughs> you, like like you said, you know, your fa one of your favorites is Bartender, which was written and released a few years before you even born. So. I think like songs like Say La Vie, they're really fun to play on guitar. I so I play guitar and you know Do you? Yeah, so stereophonic songs are like definitely my favourites to play. They're just quite fun, you know, they're fun to play along with and just yeah. Really enjoy playing them. Oh, that's that's cool. Um I mean I've got a guitar here in my podcast room, but I I tried a couple of times to learn to play and I'm I'm I don't know whether it's the way my hands work. I'm useless. I can't, I just cannot get into it. <laughs> so fair play. Yeah. Yeah. So they're really, really fun. Um, Dakota was the first song that I actually ever learned all the way through. Wow. Yeah. When I wow. was, I, I was like, I want to learn that song. And then I went away and I tried very hard, had a few lessons sort of to get the basics down. And then I went, right, I'm going to learn it. And I went home. Got my guitar and just yeah, learnt it from there. Fair play. <laughs> no, fair play to you. You you you're more um, persistent than me. How long have you been playing? Um, about five years. Yeah, so about the wow. same length of time I've been listening to Stereophonics. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, I I when I I got a guitar, and I thought right, let's try because I thought something like. Um, Billy Davies' daughter had a very slow guitar player. I thought I can learn to play that. No, no fucking chance. No <laughs> chance. I'm like, I can't. I went on YouTube and I thought, right, let's look for basic guitar lesson. Teach me how to play some a simple chord. And I couldn't even do that. So I'm like, it's just for show now, to be honest. <laughs> Seven Nation Army, here we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, but yes, V, like you just said, is is um, so you play that you said. Yeah, or, I learned that yeah. one. Yeah, that one was um, quite interesting because I think that's originally played on a twelve string, if I'm correct. So playing that on a six string is quite different. But once I got it down, I was like, yeah, I thought I was so cool. It's like going <laughs> <for> it. <laughs> brilliant. No, Celebi is is one of my favourite songs. I love it. I thought it was a perfect opener until Hinges came around. I thought that's got to be a new one because I th I just thought it was time to mi mix it up a bit, and that's why I was when I said did they close with the code that I thought it might be time for a change. Um, yeah. You know, on on the close. Yeah, because when I actually because I googled the chances of me actually seeing them play Dakota live. Because I wasn't really sure. And it's actually their fifth, it's actually like fifth in the most common songs that they play. So it was lower down than I thought it was going to be. But I think because they play Local Boy quite a lot. And I've yeah. heard that they've closed with that quite a few times. So they didn't play that 
in Manchester and I think a lot of people were a bit sad but like you said it's sort of it's about changing it up a little bit because people that have seen them multiple times might end up being like oh not this again like why are they closing with this whereas for someone like me who's only been there once I had no idea yeah yeah so it was yeah and that's it I mean I don't know how many of the new songs they played, but it would have been about four or five probably. And yeah, they have to kick other songs off to accommodate them, you know, and, you know, they'll always, like they've said, you can't always please everyone, you know, no. um, local, local boy paid the price. I don't know what else they kicked off, but, you know, I know that's a popular one, but, you know, like you said, people who go there regularly or, you know, even like yourself. Now, if you went a second time, you know, you don't want to hear the same set list. You might want to hear something different. Yeah. Um, so if people have been multiple times and heard Local Boy every time, then, you know, let's, let's have a change, you know. Yeah. Um, it doesn't mean it's a crap song or, you know, it, 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 <laughs> they're just changing it up, you know. Um, one of those things. But I saw, did they play... Billy Davies' daughter. They did, yeah. How was that? Because I've never seen that live. Oh, it was it was so good. The crowd literally went mental. They were so excited. They were literally yeah. like, "Oh my gosh!" And the woman next to me, she was so excited. Yeah, uh, I think because they don't play that one very often. So they don't. They don't at all. I think people were, especially like the hardcore fans. They were like proper excited. Proper proper excited yeah yeah it's it's a rare one um like i said i've never seen it live um and i saw in the facebook groups a lot of people were surprised that they did play it so you know it's um i'm hoping that they play it in cardiff because i'd love to see that one live yeah it was it was very good it was very interesting as well i just loved the set list because it was so different you know it was completely you know you went from that song to bartender and again like i said before that sort of mixture of genres it's sort of it's certainly for everyone you know i prefer yeah. the more like rock side of their songs whereas if you prefer like more their acoustic sides you know there was also songs that they would listen you know that you could have as a like they played maybe tomorrow and the whole you could just hear the audience like singing it back to him yeah just it was beautiful to hear it was so lovely yeah maybe tomorrow does um that gets everybody singing um especially when you know he he starts off quite really slow and he he winds into it doesn't he yeah um yeah that that uh, that is a cracker to your life um amazing and buzzing um that it went well for you yeah i was really happy it was um, a bit stressful getting there though but then once we got there, it was fine. Because, yeah, the fire, there was a car on fire on the A55, which is like the main road in and out of England and Wales. Wow. So we had that to end with. Thankfully, it had been put out by the time we got there. And then we just got a bit stuck in Manchester because Manchester Arena is huge. It's definitely like the biggest arena I've been to. So it was a bit yeah. of a, whoa. I haven't been there since I was like 11. And I went to go yeah. see what I did. So I was <laughs> <laughs> it probably wasn't sold out <laughs> to be fair yeah yeah um, yeah it was huge i forgot how big it was yeah 
how how far is Manchester from Conway? Hour, couple of hours? Uh, yeah, about nearly two hours. Yeah, yeah. It's it's where my mum's actually from. So ah, okay, my mum was like, right, let's <laughs> get all the shortcuts. <laughs> And is that the is that the on the tour? Is that the closest one to where you live? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're playing Liverpool as well, which is closer, but that's on like a Tuesday night, and it's also on my sister's birthday. So, ah, uh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if it was my birthday, I would have gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like you do do a lot of other people just go on your own sometimes. Um. You know, that's that's my plan anyway. Um, <laughs> you know, since I said I said on the episode that came out last night, um, since I've met, uh, since I've started this podcast, and I've met a load of, um, you know, the stereophonics community, because usually I would just go, you know, with my wife or my dad or, or you know, I've never really thought, oh, you can't go to a gig on your own. But when I started this podcast and I, and I started speaking to people and realized how many do it, I'm like, it's fine. You know, because when, when you get there, you're not going to be sat in a pub on your own or, you no. know, a gig on your own. There's so many different people, all with the same thing in mind to go to this gig, enjoy yourself, sing the songs. You know, you're in a group of thousands then. You're not on your own, you know? Yeah. And you can't really speak to the people next to you anyway because you can't really hear you can't hear them no exactly but, you know but you know beforehand you know i know um i think for every date on of this tour um you know the stereophonics forever group of of arranged like some sort of meet in a pub yeah you know, so that that's that's cool i am gonna go on my own at some point um you know, just just to spend the day with with them lot. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And I think as well, I don't think people sort of see it, but being a young fan is kind of weird. Because, not that I felt I don't want to say I felt out of place, but at the concert it was weird because I was probably one of the youngest people that was at Manchester. There were a lot of young people, but it was mainly sort of like middle age sort of because obviously. They were around when they were younger, when they were my age. Yeah, they, yeah. you know, stereophonics were big, so it is kind of being a young fan can kind of be a bit weird because you're like, oh. And then when you go tell people, oh, I went to see stereophonics, I'll be, they'll have be like, a bit old for you, aren't they? Or they'll be like, <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> They're talking like you went to see Elvis or someone. Like. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. It made it even worse. Um, when I went to go see McFly, they had the same reaction. People were like, hmm, bit old for you. Do you really still listen to them? I'm like, yes, I do. McFly, surely that's like the right time for you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the, I'm literally the same age as the band. Yeah. Like, literally. Yeah. So it's not that weird. But I don't even yeah. find seeing stereophonics weird. Because when I was like 13, I went to go see Brian Adams. Who's even older? Like, yeah. A lot older. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I get what you mean. Um, I mean, when, so you were 13 when you started, um, you know, when you found the band. I was also 13, but that was in 1995, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> so 
we, we were the same age, um, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, my, my daughter's, um, she'll be 18 in June now, so not much younger than yourself. And she's starting to get into them and she's like, will you take me to, to gigs and stuff? So, um, you know, I, I think probably, hopefully the next tour I can, I can take her with me. Um, but, um, She's getting to that point where she's too cool to spend any time with dad now. So, <laughs> and then there was me but, taking my mum and dad with me. I was like, "You're coming." I don't care. It's like I don't care. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I think um, usually I would be like, if there's no one else to go with her, she'll ask me. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm the last resort. <laughs> but no, she she's getting into them, um, and I think it's probably about the same same. Um, ages you about 13 14 i mean she's got um i don't know if you can see that but that's a oh, yeah. um, a 14 a 14th birthday card from stereophonics to um to my daughter for her 14th birthday so about oh. the same age as you when you found them really oh that's really cool yeah that's that is so cool yeah um so yeah she, she's hoping to come along at some point um i don't think she she'll be um she's not into them anywhere near as much as what you are um she might be able, able to sing along to maybe one or two songs but um yeah i think she'd enjoy it either way you know yeah there was like i overheard these people behind me when um, they were sort of stereophonics like it's gone a bit quiet because they were getting changing over guitars i heard these people mm -hmm. behind me they go did you know any of that song any of them songs he goes no it was just so <laughs> casually like <laughs> yeah I, I think you do get, um, you know, there would have been some people up there that maybe just hear them on the radio. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. You know, when they, the, the songs that get played on the radio, um, I don't listen to the radio much these days, but Dakota probably have a nice day. You know, all the, the ones that probably charted the highest, um, yeah. you know, they, they probably just know those songs um, and, yeah. and not realizing how many bangers they actually have. Oh yeah, it's like when Mr. and Mrs. Smith came on, everyone went wild. Everyone was just jumping already, and then yeah, it, it was mental. I think people were definitely more excited to hear the older songs than they were to hear like Ucha songs. Um, okay, because definitely when the older songs came on, people were more on their feet for them and stuff yeah. like that. Um, yeah, I definitely think they were more excited to sort of hear. You know, when Sailor V came on, everyone was like jumping around and yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, uh, like I said, that's that's usually the opener, so that gets everybody pumped anyway. So I don't know how far they played that into the set, but if that's kind of in the middle of the set, that's gonna get a bit of energy going again, I guess. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was sort of like in the middle. It definitely wasn't at the beginning and. Because they sort of walked onto the um like this they had a stage that was like out, if that makes sense, and then like a little yeah. stage, and that's when the beer got chucked. Oh no, there you go. Sailor V was played as the second song. I'm going mental, like Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Um Yeah, so I I really thought it was in the middle, that was so weird. And then I just <laughs> the set list and I was like, no, it wasn't. Okay. It was the second song. But yeah, they definitely oh, had a lot of very good songs that, you know, like Geronimo, they played that 
and stuff and people were absolutely loving it yeah i, I love geronimo it's it's um uh probably my favorite on that album to be honest yeah um, again it's it, it's one of those rocky kind of more rocky to, uh, type of songs on that album and uh, again i've mentioned it on this podcast before i've once i've heard it live um in cardiff and just as they started playing it a fight broke out in the crowd and kind of the attention changed and I think Kelly at one point kind of had to in between singing, tell everybody to calm down and he ruined it. So uh, again, I'm hoping they play that at, uh, at Cardiff in June because it's one of my favorites and, you know, live, I would imagine it's, it's amazing. Yeah, definitely. It was very, very good. Yeah. It, yeah. It was good. Cause people were asking for the set list before Manchester, people were like, Oh, does anyone know what the set list was? So I think it was I like know. a big surprise for everyone. Because no one yeah. had any idea. Because they yeah. could have quite easily have just played all songs from Ucha. I wasn't like, expecting that, but they could have quite easily have done that. So for them to mix it up and play sort of that older songs, I think as well, got a lot of people buzzing. Um, they were yeah. filming that concert as well, so I would expect that it's probably going to be out on DVD. Okay, that'd be cool. Yeah, so hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I think um they did like a q a on their instagram didn't they and i think they they said that they were going to only play i think five or six they said from each year um how many did they play do you know um one two they play i think they only played about they played two from ucha from what i can really? see from that list yeah because do you feel my love and hanging on your hinges oh and then right place right time they played that so this was in like the first sort of portion of the sh of the concert so they only played yeah. them and it then kind of they had running around in my brain then in sort of like the second half yeah um and then apart from that so yeah they they had what was that four? Four, yeah were oh, okay just sort of yeah other songs I mean, so they didn't play um what other singles forever or they didn't play forever did they oh did they wait i think I don't know. yeah they did they, yeah they did <laughs> yeah yeah sorry yeah they did that okay. that was like the second that was like on the encore okay um, yeah 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 they did yeah i couldn't remember yeah, I, th I, thought it, <laughs> I thought if they are going to play them it would be the singles um yeah. and then you know they've obviously added running around my brain to it which like i've said you know it's um probably the the best song on the album in my opinion um yeah i agree <laughs> no, that's that's, that's a, a great selection of um of the new album there but yeah. like you said you know there's a lot of older fans there that do want to hear the older stuff so um, it sounds like a set list that kind of accommodated everyone. Definitely, yeah. And I think as well, you've got to sort of have that mixture because you've got to keep the younger fans, sort of the new generation of fans, you've got to keep them interested as well. So if you just played everything that's like that old stuff, maybe a younger fan might not necessarily know those songs. So I think it's very important to sort of mix it up so that everyone that was there can, you know, have fun and listen to the music and stuff and that's it like you said the guy behind you only knew 
you know, uh, a certain, you know, certain songs maybe from the radio, you know, yeah. there'll be fans there that, you know, um, quite young fans that did the opposite to yourself, might have heard Say La Vie, listened to the band since then and not go back, gone back and listened to the older albums, you know, yeah. that might only, you know, the recent, you know, um, you know, and yeah, you're right. They, they've got to, they've got to like almost secure the next generations of fans, you know, because, you know, people who are my age in 1995, you know, at some point are going to be too old to go to these gigs and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. So they need to keep the, the generations coming. Yeah. And I think they're doing that so far because I know, well, I know a few young people that definitely know who they are. Like a lot of people my age know their name. If I say it, they'll be like, oh, I know who they are. They might not know yeah. the song, but they do know. So they're still yeah. having... They're still very impressionable on young people, definitely. And younger yeah. audiences, 100%. I think, um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's quite, I think it's quite a difficult time to find new musicians these days because social media plays a big part. But, you know, it, it, it's, it's quite hard to find new bands and stuff on social media unless you go looking. You know, when... When I was in my teens, when I was your age, you know, um, we had things like all the new music channels and stuff that would play Stereophonics and all all the pop, all the popular bands and stuff at that time. Like, I I can't remember the last time I put on a music channel on the TV. Um, you know, I I don't know how it is for an eighteen year old, but do you watch music channels, Melissa? No, 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 I can't say I do. I just no, they, no. they're not as popular as what they were back then. And I think the Stereophonics got a lot of airtime on those channels. Um, yeah, like now, there's, a, there's such a mixture of channels, you know. Um, I, I would imagine if I went and put on, I can't even name a, 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 channel, a music channel now, if I went and put on the box, which was a popular one when I was you know, a, a teenager, I bet you all I'm going to get is Ed Sheeran, Adele, um, all this grime and stuff. And I, Stereophonics mm. would never be on there, I, I don't think. No, and I think that's, um, with the charts as well nowadays, there's not really, there's not particularly much sort of, there's no difference between the songs. Like they've all got the same beat. They've all sort of got the same rhythm and stuff like that. And, I feel like when you're going into, when you're a different genre, trying to fight against loads of songs of the same genre. Yeah. It's harder to push yourself up to the top because obviously what's popular, what the, whatever the genre is popular at that time is going to do better. So yeah. it's kind of like pushing against that is quite hard. Like now, if you put on the big top 40, you wouldn't hear a rock song. You would Absolutely not hear a not. single rock song, and you probably wouldn't no. hear a band that are playing their own instruments and stuff, which I said is quite, I find it quite sort of sad that, you know, because you're going to lose those skilled people that can play instruments when, you know, you don't really need them anymore because you could just go on a computer and mix a beat, and then obviously people that can do that are talented. And I, yeah. you know, I, wow, that's so cool that they could do that. 
but you know you're going to lose those people that can play the instruments and you know can go on stage live and don't rely on yeah. auto tune and stuff like that um, and voice effects yeah. and you will yeah. end up losing that which i think is quite sort of sad i don't know <laughs> it is it is um and I'm, I'm glad you mentioned something there because I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna apologize if i offended anybody for my last episode but i i had a similar opinion to yourself about you know um you know people who don't play their own instruments and as talented as they are you know i i prefer a proper band um and i may have called people like ed sheeran boring bollocks so i apologize if i offend anyone <laughs> offended anybody in the last episode um you know um, we're all welcome to our opinions but i think i might have offended some people um but i like i said i like proper musicians i like proper bands who play their own instruments um and that's what i prefer but yeah. it, you're right you, you won't hear that type of band in the top 40. um you know if there's anybody listening or melissa if you know where hinges charted or do you feel my love charted it wouldn't be anywhere near the top 10 i don't think um no. and it is sad it's a it's a travesty in my opinion yeah because i think then like young people that that's another reason why young people are missing the opportunity to listen to that sort of music if it's not in the charts you're not going to go searching for it especially if you're yeah. not hearing it you won't you won't not that you wouldn't know but you might not think yeah to look for sort of that music but whereas for me i grew up listening to rock and stuff like that and band you know like band sort of music that's what i grew up listening yeah. to so for me yeah. it's sort of that's all i've ever really known um but yeah so it's you yeah. know times change things move exactly exactly and it might come around again but you know i've i've had musicians on this podcast um several that all play in bands and play their own instruments honest to god their music is incredible and i i find it so i find it sad that you know they're not you know more popular than what they are you know it, it's you know <laughs> i i don't know i don't know what to say it, it, i i get upset about it that you know people like that who is extremely extremely talented um you know carl morgan hi carl um incredible songwriter incredible musician and you know he doesn't get the recognition that he deserves um you know as well as the other guys who've been on chris and ashley um i don't know it upsets me yeah yeah, I have a friend called Archie, so hi Archie, and he's a very good musician and he writes his own songs and um, gets his own music videos like animated and stuff and he, you know, he plays guitar, he's really, really good. And yeah, um, I just wish that sort of music was popular again because I feel like a lot of young artists would make their way into the charts if that sort of music was popular, so then they'd be making yeah. music they actually want to be making that because a lot of artists get forced into making music that they don't really want to make yeah it's obviously not ideal but when you're sticking with what you love like what stereophonics have done they've stayed true to their name and true to their brand you know they've not tried to 
popularize themselves which a lot of artists have mm. like if you listen to you know you mentioned Ed Sheeran how you said it in your last podcast if you listen to his first album and what he does now it's completely different whereas I feel yeah. like they've stayed consistent and they've stayed true to what they are as a band I you know I was thinking about it earlier on because I listened back to the last episode and I felt quite bad about what I said about Ed Sheeran um because the guy is talented and I his first album I thought was amazing yeah he's a brilliant songwriter absolutely in, uh, uh, incredible musician but he's plowed out I don't know how many albums of the same stuff now yeah I just I think that's what I love about Stereophonics though is how they've sort of you know their stuff is so different and it's just absolutely amazing and like I said before you know I've said it many times today they've got something to suit everyone and I think that is like the most important thing is to have yeah. things you know they covered handbags and glad rags look how well that did and that I think it's more popular than the original that yeah oh 100 percent. I only know it from them I only found yeah. that song because of them it was again yeah. I think it was on the radio and I heard it yeah. and then yeah I just fell in love with it they played that as well which was insane yeah yeah they do tend to play that one a lot um I I'm not a massive fan of that song to be honest um, no. you know it, it's a, it's a great song but I've always said that um I've always said that Kelly's too good to do a cover you know and and to be honest they've done a lot of great covers but I didn't like the fact that they put an, a cover on an album right yeah you know it's a it, great song he sings it really well um and it, it's it's the theme tune to the office as well isn't it i think so yeah yeah it is yeah. um i just i don't know i always thought kelly was too good to do a cover on an album but there we are it's there people love it um and, that, and that's fine yeah yeah i think it's a beautiful song i think it's just absolutely i think kelly jones's voice just makes it so beautiful as well definitely because he's just it. rough sort of like it's just lovely yeah and i think um i don't know how many times it's been covered but i'm sure rod stewart did it i don't know if he is the, the original person who did it but he's quite rough and stuff but kelly just takes it to another level again yeah uh, yeah so much so much better so um at the end of every episode i asked someone to pick their favorite song that we can play them out to um, tell me a little bit about yours. Um, right, okay, so mine is Dakota. And okay. I think it's my favourite song because when I was sort of like 13, I was getting bullied a lot, a lot of school. And I was sort of like, I wasn't, I hated school, I really hated it. And I was really, really struggling. And then I just found that song at the right time. And, you know, when it says like, to so take a look at me now, I sort of, look at that and think I'm completely different to how I was when I first found that, that song to how I am now. I'm a completely different person. You know, I was told I'd fail my GCSEs that I'd never get into sit form. I'm in my last year of sit form now. You know, I passed all my GCSEs. So I sort of so that take a look at me now is something that I definitely relate to quite a lot. And that's what I love the most about it. That's your motto. Yeah. <laughs> you know what absolutely incredible i i love that melissa i love it how you use that as like a i guess a bit of a bit of strength you know to to those bullies you know look at me now 
Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. Absolutely incredible. Um, so that, that is pretty much it. Um, we'll play you out to um, Dakota. Love that song. Amazing choice. So, yeah, here it is. Thank you very much for coming on, Melissa. Um, it's been a pleasure speaking to you. Yeah, have a good one. Keep in touch, yeah? And Thank hopefully you. we'll see you in Cardiff. Thank you. All right, cheers, Melissa. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah.